Some people are saying that currently the challenge that we face now is that obviously it takes second place, third place, perhaps even it's gone off the A list into the B list Mm. because of the pandemic. Well, I mean, it's interesting. You know, uh, the pandemic has brought into the popular discourse this idea of flattening the curve. Yeah. And um, that's very much what has to happen with climate change. Yeah. We, need to, we need to flatten the curve in terms of our emissions, and we have very little time to do it in. Um, we've got something like 10 years in which to bring our carbon pollution down uh, by almost 50%. And then by 2050, we have to be down to net zero, which is an almost impossible task. Some would say we can't do it. Um, but so that's the one thing, you know, the, the sort of comparison. And I mean, if you think about how radically we need to change our systems, um, climate change is a marathon we're going to be running for the rest of our lives. It's not going away. COVID-19 is like being asked to do a series of, of 100 meter sprints back to back in the middle of that. But COVID-19 is showing us how fragile our global economic system is, how destructive it is of the environment and of human health and well-being. And it is an opportunity to look at, there are a lot of ready-to-go solutions to fix this very fragile system that is leaving so many people extremely vulnerable right now. So if you look at how many South Africans are really battling because they, they can't go to work every day, they live a hand-to-mouth existence, they have no access to, to good uh, public health care. <clears throat> um, these are the exact same issues that we have to tackle when we uh, think about climate change and how to restructure the economy so that it doesn't pollute the atmosphere, destabilize our climate and leave um, a small number of people extremely rich and profiting off the system and so many other people living in, in despair and, and poverty. And the system has shown how grossly unequal the world is because a few have been able to profit off of this kind of predatory capitalism we've had around for 50 years, um, while so many other people and the environment as well um, are are bearing the brunt of that. So I want to take you back to what you said earlier, which is that we... Well, first of all, you said that we have 10 years to resolve this. Mm. That's, I mean, that's like phew, nothing. It's a mm. blink of an eye. But you also said we have some ready-to-go solutions. So talk us through what some of those solutions could be right now. So um, I, I didn't really prepare for that. Um, so I don't have the facts and figures right in front of me. Sure. But there are a, there are a number of, of concepts. Um, for instance, uh, you know, you can look into areas of degrowth, um, you can look at um, donut economics. These are all... <clears throat> um, what is donut economics? It's about um, a, a way of running the economy that, that lives within the hard um, limits of the planetary boundaries. So, for instance, um, our current economics, if you think of the atmosphere as a great big landfill yeah. that can absorb all of our carbon pollution, um, neoliberal capitalism... Uh, treats the landfill as if it's infinite. You can just keep dumping yeah. more and more and more pollution into it, when in fact it's not. Yeah. Um, think of a glass of water. Well, it's a, the same uh, as water, yeah, okay. exactly. And the, yeah. the glass is your atmosphere. And the space within the glass is how much pollution you can pour into it. And as the glass fills up and gets close to topping over, when it tops over, that's when you start to see the, envir- the really bad environmental impacts of that. Our current um, economy 
yeah. treats that glass as if it's just going to swell and swell and swell and continue to absorb without any cost. Um, donut economics would say the glass is now full. We're now starting to see really damaging effects of that landfill sort of spilling over. <clears throat> so we need to change the way we run the economy so that we don't keep um, assuming that the glass is, is infinitely um, uh, yeah. can grow infinitely. So it, that's kind of a, a small metaphor to to show how we can start to um, uh, continue to grow food, um, <clears throat> uh, make energy, uh, etc., within those hard uh, planetary boundaries. You know, I'm I'm interested in what you say with that, Leonie, and you mentioned the term predatory capitalism a little bit earlier. And I know the the reason I'm interested as well is because last week we had someone on the show, uh, John uh, Sanai, who is you know, an, a futures analyst. And one of the things he was talking about, um, and also with his partner, Iraj Abedin, the economist, was around rethinking what we think capitalism could be. May, I mean, and maybe even that word is no longer the right word. As someone who is engaged in kind of the political economy of climate change, how do you see that as potentially changing? Well, I think <clears throat> what we really need is um, is much, much tighter restrictions on how yes. corporations can operate. So, for instance, um, this predatory capitalism basically allows governments to write, uh, sorry, uh, these big multinationals to write their own rules to pretty much <clears throat> operate without um, many restrictions. And that allows for massive deforestation to happen, massive um, digging up of fossil fuels yeah. and burning of fossil fuels without actually paying the costs of that. So <clears throat> one solution would be um, radical restrictions on how these multinationals can uh, can operate. Yeah. So they can't just um, go into any old country and use their economic clout to bully that country into allowing them to extract resources. Yeah. Um, and to make them pay for the environmental cost. So an example would be, you know, um, this uh, Byra um, on the Mozambican coast. Yes. That 90% of that um, city or town, whatever, however you would classify it, was literally wiped out when um, a Hurricane um, Idai hit it last year. Cyclone Idai, sorry. Now, the, the system that we need to live in is one, um, that, that um, event is partly the result of private corporations and these big multinationals being able to dump their pollution into the atmosphere without paying for the, the cleanup. Yeah. Um, the world you need to live in is, means that those corporations need to pay to help um, uh, buy a rebuild. Now, as soon as these big corporations are required to pay for the cost of the damage they've caused, it's the basic principle of the polluter pays. Yes. Then suddenly it will become so expensive for those corporations to keep operating that they'll go bust. So, I mean, that's one example um, yeah. of, of how corporate, or governments can can make um, corporations pay for the damage they've caused to the environment. Um, there are all sorts of other solutions. You know, the, the divestment movement is another really powerful way um, to, to move money away from funding, um, for instance, investments in fossil fuels and, and moving money into um, investing in renewables. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, t- t- taxing, there are all sorts of ways um, that one can... Uh, uh, just make um, it more expensive. Oh, and subsidies. For instance, yes. subsidies. A lot of fossil fuel industries are heavily subsidized mm. with your and my money. So yeah. governments are taking our taxes and using them to subsidize industries that are in fact 
bringing about our own destruction. Um, you know, the, the, the fact that climate change is getting as bad as it is means um, that we really are threatening our life support system. This is a global commons um, yeah. that, you know, we're all dependent on this uh, stable climate. And yet our taxpaying money is being used to fund industries that are, in fact, pulling the rug out from under us. Leonie, in one sentence, are you confident? Um, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes and no. There are a huge number of solutions out there, um, but we need uh, we need um, political leadership yeah. to make it happen. Guidance and um, as you know, one of the things we were going to talk about was this Michael Moore movie, and this Michael Moore yes. movie does not make it any easier right now.